Welcome to the Or Personalities Podcast. Listen in as empath and author Stacy Sadler dives into the different or personalities of her guests. Learn how we each uniquely operate in relationships, careers, learning styles, parenting, and spirituality based on the layers of light that surround us. Thank you for your loving, honoring presence today. Okay, this is Stacy Sadler, and thanks for joining me today on the Aura Personalities Podcast. Today our discussion is with a woman with the following aura personality layers. So indigo crystal, green amber, magenta, violet, and indigo. And um, her question is, is how to step more fully into her main aura personality layer and what that looks like for her. So thank you for joining us, Rebecca. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So tell me, tell me a little bit more. So you've only known your layers for it's only been maybe a month or so. And it's been a couple weeks. Okay, well, I guess it's probably been closer to a month. Yeah. Okay. Well, so maybe first tell me what that's been like for you to find out and to you know feel it like it was. Um, some of the layers were not a surprise. Okay, actually, mm-hmm. the only one that was a surprise is the indigo crystal. The others, where I pretty much had they've resonated with me quite a bit and I could okay. see that in myself. Cool. Um okay. but the other was kind of a shock. <laughs> um but at the same time it felt like coming home when I when I started to when I read the chapter again and started to like look back on my growing up years and my teen years and the different things and choices I've made that as an adult and as a parent, um I could see that like a strong undercurrent in everything that I did. So I could see it. So it feels like coming home, like I, I have a better idea of really who I am and kind of the parts of me that I was afraid of and still sometimes I'm afraid of. Yeah, okay. That's an interesting thing, like um, that our main color, I don't I don't fully understand why this is, but it, it, no matter what the layer is for people's first layer, it tends to be like um, the one we feel most sensitive about. And I think it's because it is, it is such a core part of us that it's, it almost feels like we don't have a lot of say in it or it just, yeah, or a lot of, um, I don't know if control is the right word, but in some ways I feel like the ego doesn't control as much from our main layer. Um, and so I think part of what I've felt in it too is like some of those aspects of us about the individual crystal are things that I've admired in other people and wish that I had, not realizing that it was actually triggering something in me that I did have that. I just needed to find it. Um, and also it feels like there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. And that feels kind of heavy sometimes. And like, I can't, feels like I can't keep up with that, even though I know. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't well, have it if I couldn't. And what are your, I mean, when you say that some of the things, you know, it's called the commander, it's in the spiritual family. So what are kind of your thoughts around like what the, of what the personality means or what it, you know, what is it that it, you know, brought up for you? Um, so kind of what it brought up for me is a realization that I'm not talking to people enough. Um, I've got my green amber, which kind of is the laid back, and I don't really, yeah. I could just go disappear in nature somewhere, and I'd be totally fine. And so we moved a year ago to a small town, and I've had this conundrum going back and forth going, with my husband and I said, I need to be with people, but I need to be in the country. So 
but I need to be with people and I need to be in the country. So mm-hmm. trying to find like the balance between that mm-hmm. because I know um, like being in the country recharges me, but being with people fills me in a way that I had that I've never felt that fulfillment. Um, and I've dreamed for years, not daydreams, but in my dreams, dreams of being in front of people and speaking, but I feel so inadequate sometimes that like it terrifies me to step really into that space and and partly because I don't know what it looks like and I think it's that fear of that unknown not knowing what that looks like for me um but I think probably the most intimidating part um is that when I speak people listen and I I don't I have this fear of, of saying the wrong thing or in the wrong way and leading leading someone astray because that's never, ever my intention. So it just feels like there's a lot of weight and a lot of responsibility with knowing that my voice has that power. Okay, yeah. Um, that's so cool. I mean, just the, just the awareness already that you had of, of speaking. I never, you know, in the chapter I write, that I don't, I don't even totally, I can't say that I fully even know what are, what the things are that, you know, indigo crystals are to do. Um, and I, I, did I write, I can't even, I'm sorry, I don't know this, but I'm like, did I write in the chapter that it's, it's like their calling isn't totally here yet, or it's not, it's not, yeah. like the earth isn't, we're not necessarily ready. Um, some of the new crystals basically have things that they have to do, but that the calling isn't here yet. So it's like a preparation stage. And I hadn't felt that with the new crystals that I read about in the book. I hadn't felt that with any of them except the um, indigo crystals. So, and that makes sense because I felt like, and that's probably why really understanding what my mission is has been such an elusive journey mm-hmm. that I've been on for such a long time to really discover who I am and what it is exactly that God wants me to do. Um, so that makes sense to me because it's, cool. it feels like okay. no matter how hard I've tried, it's out of reach and that everything up to this point has been my training so that when that comes, and, and I know that when that comes, I'll know. I'll know okay, exactly cool. what it is. What, um, do you mind me asking your age again? Because I remember thinking, how old are you? I'm 38. 38, so I'm trying to think if you're, well, that might be around, um, no, I think you might be the oldest indigo crystal that I know. Um, and you have that unique experience of, um, being a new crystal and just being on the older end of that, mm-hmm. which means, which always just means that you didn't have a lot of people to identify with growing up. Um, right. Although I have to, you know, your other colors, there are some pretty, like, more traditional, you know, the green amber and the magenta and the violet especially. Right. There's um, really practical, really functional. Um, yeah, so, like, I don't know. I, for me, it'd be fun to be like a fly on the wall and see, like, do you how much you lead from a more practical place, or more like um, just getting a lot done and um, I don't know, kind of a right. high operation place versus that indigo crystal where you know new crystals can be kind of like directionless or um, or it's spiritual energy, so a lot of times spiritual means they're in the presence, so sometimes that looks like they're not doing very much. Right. Do you want me to describe what that's like? 
Well, I just want to know if you experience that or if you, if you know, you know, like which one do you bounce, do you tend to bounce between the two? I do. I really do. Um, I, it's like the indigo crystal because it's the first layer is kind of like a guide for everything else. Yeah. So I run it it's like a filter. Everything I do, I run through that filter of, of, of really knowing if this is the right thing. But I'm... I have seven kids, so out of necessity, I have to be um, pretty task-oriented, um, pretty laid back, because I've got a lot of high-energy kids. I have six boys, so some days, <laughs> some days I go hide and escape. Um, but I'm also, so one person described me one time as laid back yet ambitious. Okay. So it's, I kind of will go in that space where I'm laid back and I process things through what I'm feeling and then through logic, and I'm not sentimental, I'm not attached to things, I'm, and I tend okay. to adapt really quickly. So I kind okay. of, it's like the indigo crystal is the filter and the guide for all of it, but the others really make it so that I can function and function well. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I bet. But there are times, but there are times I disappear and my husband goes, did you hear anything I said? <laughs> okay, yeah. So with your, um, so with your question with it, are you feeling like, um, like what's the what's the what do you feel like holding you back from I don't know, do you already think of yourself as outspoken? Um, I feel like I'm out I feel like I'm outspoken when I need to be. Um but I feel sometimes like I should say more. It's okay. Partly, like I have a lot to say and a lot to, like I think teaching is an integral part of, of who I am and mm -hmm. what I need to do. And I believe for a long time for myself that anything, any experience that I have, it's, not, it's only for me while I go through the experience. And then after that experience is over, it's for me to teach and help others. I love that. That's a great way to put that. Okay. And so I know, so when I'm not, when I feel the most frustrated is when I'm not doing that, when I'm not teaching and when I'm not speaking up in that way. And I don't okay. feel that necessarily what I have to say is controversial usually, um, but typically what what I bring up is things that people didn't think about before or didn't realize that or had felt but hadn't been able to articulate. So I know okay. that in that way my, my voice is needed, but I feel sometimes like I'm so bogged down by what I have to do with my family and that like I bounce back and forth between totally present with my family and totally present with teaching others. So it's okay. hard to integrate the two. Yeah. It's like all or nothing. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so you find that you're either able to be totally present for one or totally present for the other. Right. Um, okay, that, that makes sense a lot. Okay. Well, um, what do you, do you feel okay about that? Do you feel okay bouncing between those two, or do you feel, like, frustrated with that? Um, I'm learning to be quicker to forgive myself, but by not being present in one or the other when I'm not, um, one of the things that having my consult did and learning about that that hyper presence mm -hmm. and and seeing that in myself was being able to choose now actively choose to there's like this elusive balance like people want to balance their family and their callings and their business mm -hmm. or whatever and I I'm starting to understand for myself that that balance looks like choosing presence wherever I am. That's, so, that's exactly, yeah. 
because multitasking doesn't work for me, and I've never understood why me people either. multitask, yeah. and now I understand why it doesn't work for me. Very so. Keeping total presence wherever I am and being conscious that I am making sure that I choose presence. Okay. Okay, that's awesome. Um, so, and just one more thought with your indigo crystal. So you, we're asking how to step more fully in it. So you're you're really associating that with teaching, <clears throat> and I love that because that is basically the role that indigo crystals step into. Is that they, it's like I have something to tell you, and I need to tell it right now. Um, it tends to be in a really a really immediate, um, an immediate thing, and right. And not necessarily with any kind of filter. Um, do you feel like you've let yourself do that? Excuse me. Do you feel like you've let yourself step in to, to just speak with no filter? Um, I have. When I feel really impassioned, yes. Okay. <laughs> there's no filter. Um, there's a, I, well, I guess there's a filter of tact. Um, because probably because... I've had enough people come across to me with no tact. I think mm-hmm. I try to be sensitive to what people are feeling, but not, um, but still not to not be afraid to to word it in a way that the message still gets across. So tact, but still the, the intensity and the intention of the of the message has to happen. If that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, and it I, feel like dipped, I feel like I've dipped my toe in to really speaking and being vocal the way I need to, and it's mostly through social media, but I think it's, like, I need to make more time to sit and write, and I think if I do more writing, because that's really where, I, with, I have, you know, with a big family, and I don't get to be out in public as much as I would yeah, like to, yeah. but I think with that platform, I can still be effective there, but just the consistency, and which is, it's the total conundrum of that spirit the energy family, spirit family versus body family. Like I'm totally present wherever I am. So inconsistency is a huge problem for me. Well, it's, I mean, really, I think that's fine. It sounds, you're speaking really clearly about the spiritual family where that they're, whatever they're doing, that's what they're doing and that's all they're doing. Um, And then, and then you're, you're bouncy between the two and recognizing that you're not a multitasker. Um, and the reason why is when you're, when you're fully present, that is a lot of, um, it's called, I call, I would call it energy multitasking. So wherever you are, you're doing a lot of energy multitasking. And so when you're in a place where you're being fully present for another person or for a group of people or for an environment, um, there's a lot going on for you in any given yeah. moment and you're reading a lot. And so it's, you know, when I gave myself permission to, to realize that's what's happening for me, it took a lot of, um, and I don't always explain that to people. Usually I'll just tell people, yeah, I'm, I'm not a multitasker, whatever I'm focused on that's all I can focus on. And so really what's going on, it's because there's so much reading that's happening in that environment. Um, you know, energy reading or just energy sensing or just, you know, picking up on things or saying something and recognizing how it's affecting people right as I'm saying it, but not being able to necessarily change what I'm saying, but picking up on that and um, different things like that. So you're, all of those kind of things are going on for you all the time. 
you know. Right. And I feel like my I, brain's always going 90 million miles. Yeah. Yep. Problem solving, and I'm picking this up, and I'm processing that, and yeah, like digging to the bottom of why, like the why behind everything. Yeah. And it's constant. Yeah. And you having, I mean, indigo crystal and indigo, I'm, I'm like, wow, you really have that going on for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> but just that filter and also people's intentions um, is going to be a big one for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, well, so do you feel frustrated that you're, do you feel like you're not, like, frustrated about not stepping fully into it? Or you just kind of are trying to get, like, what's your, kind of what's the... So I'm not frustrated. Around that. It's, okay. it's, it's been like a really probably a six or seven year journey. And like I can look back and see where I was and see where I am now and know that there's been progress forward. And so I okay. know that there will continue to be progress forward. It's more like having an, a vision or a, some sort of perception of what like the next step will look like. Like I've, okay. I just, I stopped a long time ago trying to see what the end picture looked like. <laughs> like okay. that. Yeah. It's, it's going to be continually changing yeah well I think I mean to me it sounds to me it sounds like your awareness of of that it's a pretty critical piece to understand um the difference of being in energy versus meaning living it from a spiritual your spiritual family as your first language versus being in practical go mode um because you're probably just bouncing between the two and being aware of that and watching that is going to be a really big piece for you because um, when you're and and being purposeful in that, so allowing and letting yourself when you're in that more energy mode or spiritual mode, which looks like less action, you know, it looks like you're not doing as much from that place. Mm-hmm. When you're in that place, um, starting to let yourself see um, what you actually are doing because you are, it just doesn't look like much from the outside and starting to realize like, okay, this is my first language. Like if I, you know, what does look, what does operating from here look like? Um, and that was the only thing I was wondering is because of how strong your other layers are, are at doing and tasking. I wondered how often it, you know, I wondered how often you get pulled out of that energy place. Um, and it's fine to be, it's both are fine. Like I'm not saying one over the other, but that when, when you have like a stronger one, like that pulling you out of energy or being just in the present like that, um, sometimes it, it, it means that that one isn't as developed because right. the other one, right? So, and I don't know, do you feel that way? Like that you want to be developing it more? Um, I feel like I have been developing, developing it more for a long time, but didn't recognize that that's what it was. Cool. Okay, um, that's I thought great. it was just my brain, not that it was so much an uh-huh. energy uh-huh. thing. But but that awareness has been, yeah, that really is more what that's like, and it's not just um, your thoughts. My brain overanalyzing it. Yeah. It's analyzing the energy and all the things that I'm feeling and picking up that people don't say or Mm-hmm. don't appear like people think things people are thinking their intentions what they're saying what they're doing and how that all works together wasn't my brain working that out all the time that was it was everything it was like the whole package yeah so, and that makes sense for you to think it's in your thoughts because you don't have like a lot of emotional um energy with your aura just a little bit with the violet and so it mm-hmm. wouldn't 
you wouldn't it wouldn't register I mean it would just register as thoughts you know you would right. think, yeah you're just having thoughts because you have a really practical mind too so it's a really practical way of seeing the world and and really functional actually and then going into energy which is you know less definitive about what the purpose of it is so that's going to be right. the two things this one has like an obvious purpose outcome in the practical realm and then the other is like wait what is the place for this what what, what, how do I take a step with this? Like, what's the, you know, what's the direction here? Um, well, it sounds like this is, so it sounds like you were already on a good path of like this to then, so naming it energy versus naming it um, super analytical or something, which I would definitely right. call an indigo crystal super analytical. Um, you know, you have that kind of a mind. Um, right. I think kind of in some ways a lot of the spiritual family is pretty analytical, but they're, um, but some of them less so, I would say, you know, indigo, indigo crystals are probably, um, I don't know, venturing crystals are pretty analytical too. So yeah, there's a few, there's a few in there that are pretty, pretty much like their minds are going all the time. As they're, it's like you're taking a scan, you know, you're getting like mm -hmm. an energy scan of something and then your mind immediately is like, what is that? What do I do with that? What do I need to say? What, you know, it's quick, right? It's really quick, quick, quick thinking. Um, well, cool. Well, any other like questions or any final thoughts about it that you want to ask me? Mm, not really. I just processing it by talking through it mm -hmm. is really, really helpful for me. Like, I'm very much in, I've kind of dual processing. I don't know, because I, I process it with, analytically, but then I process it again by talking it out. And a lot of it, yeah, like, a lot of the stuff I don't know until I say it. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely an energy experience where we know it as soon as it's said. We don't know it right. until it's said, um, which is also such an interesting, you know, way of teaching um, because it means that you don't get to plan on. Um, what you say, let alone like how anybody responds to what you say. Right. I I don't plan anything anymore because I never use the plans. <laughs> yeah. Fly by the seat of my pants and hope it's all going to work out for the best. And yeah. Does. Yeah. Well, and I look forward to, you know, letting yourself kind of say, you know, either say more or step more into that. Um, I get a real sense of there's a feeling of balance with you um, that – I don't know, I guess I feel like those other parts, the, the practical parts, the green amber and the magenta, um, they're pretty developed. And so it's an interesting feeling of like, um, I don't know, less urgency or less um, conflict inside of you, I guess. Right. Um, I don't know if that's what you would say about yourself, but... It feels right. like that to me, and it's a kind of a cool, that's kind of a cool experience with Indigo Crystal, um, because a lot of times they'll feel really, um, even though they're powerful and have a lot to say, and even so unapologetic about that, a lot of times they'll feel conflict about that, or they'll feel misread all the time. Um, yeah, and I don't necessarily feel that with you, but, you know, maybe... Well, and I don't expect to, you know, don't, don't think it's going to get worse or something, but I right. just, 
I, you know, just as you try on being able to just say, you know, the commander of like, okay, this is what needs to happen right now, or I see this for you, or, you know, it's, it's pretty direct calling out as part right. of those personality. And so I wonder as you step more into that, if you're going to have to go on a learning curve with that, or if, or if you won't because of what you've already developed in yourself. So it'll be kind of interesting for me to watch and see with you in particular. I only have, I only know, you know, a really small handful of indigo crystal adults. So um, you guys become kind of my, <laughs> you're, you're like, you know, science, science pieces <laughs> or pieces in an equation that I'm watching and um, seeing what the behavior will look like. You know, I can know what the energy feels like, but I don't know what the behavior will look like necessarily. Right. So, right. It's fun for me. It's fun well. for me. I love the discovery process. And it hasn't really mattered what it is I've done. That mm-hmm. whole process of learning and discovering has been, and not just this, with everything in my life, that learning, discovering, understanding, processing it is like my favorite thing in the world to do. Awesome. So I'm glad I'm you, I'm you love here. that. Yeah, good. Well, so cool. Okay. Um, okay, well, you know, keep me posted and I'll kind of, you know, watch. In fact, I remember thinking, you know, and so for, the, for me, I remember thinking, oh, my gosh, she's an indigo crystal um, because I don't, it's, you know, and I I know that you are, like, I, it, it resonates, but on the level, but there's, there's a real sense of, like, relaxed energy with you and... I'm, it makes me really happy because I haven't felt that with an indigo crystal before, like a relaxed energy. Um, lots of love, lots of passion. Um, a lot of times, like, they'll have so much passion and care, and, like, this is what I need to give or this is what I need to say, but it's really intense. There's a lot of intensity behind that, and it's beautiful. Um it gets misread a lot of the time. And so like they'll end up feeling just really misunderstood. So, you know, and it's personal, like it generally feels personal for them. And, um, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you're going to feel that more as you step more into being more vocal or, you know, or if you're, once you've already gotten, I don't know. What are you, what are your thoughts about that for yourself? Um, I think it depends on the recipient because okay. I, because I have had experiences where um, kind of the champion for the underdog. And so if I, like I try to gauge and see what's happening and then if I feel like I need to step in and say something, then I do. And I'm not mean, but direct and, and there can be some intensity with that and some, and some passion. And so I have been misread and there have been times, and then I spend months analyzing, okay, so did I really, like, was I not being kind? Was I, but, but in, in the retrospect, even knowing that what I said was exactly what I needed to say and, and having just a very, very peaceful feeling about it. And when I've done okay. that, it's something that I've walked away from for a time and then come back to because I could not, I couldn't not do it. Okay. Yeah. I, I found that not being impulsive in that intensity when I have to do that, when it when it's something that I know can be taken personally, and then can be very hard for the the receiver to to hear, and make sure I'm not in an impulsive place and I'm not in an emotional place when I do that. 
Um, yeah, but then and I, there's when I saw, I like when I think that might be easy. easier for you because of what you're because of your other layers, I think it that you have some natural gifts. Because, I mean, green ambers, like, one of their top priorities is to bring things to peace. Like, they don't like contention. And right. so I think that's a really – I think it's a, that's a, a trait you must have really developed and is a really good companion for an indigo crystal. Like, Right. Yeah. It really, really – I'm seeing in a lot of ways how the, the, the green amber really tempers some of the intensity yeah. of the indigo crystal. Yeah. But it's it's just a very grounded, laid back base so that when I need to step into the power that is the indigo crystal that I'm not unsteady. Yeah, because there are cool. other times when I felt like I have to say something right now and because somebody needs to hear this and there's always somebody that needs to hear it. And those are the times that I don't have to think through what I'm doing or or don't have to feel like I need to be more sensitive about who's going to be receiving it. Yeah. Okay. The intention is for whoever it is that's needing it right now, and I do that. But but when I know that it could be, could come across as offensive, it's I have to make sure I'm in a place where I'm not emotional about it. Okay. So you're gonna say it anyway, but you're like, I'm not gonna personally attach to this. Right. Wow. Okay. That's that's really cool. That's great. That's great. I think. I think you can even teach a bit about this with Indigo Crystal. That's really cool. Um, awesome. Okay. Well, I'm 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 happy for you. I'm I'm happy for you. Like feeling like it's a good thing to to be Indigo Crystal and that you're excited to like step into it more. I mean, I I I've always felt, you know, when I had my breakthrough experience with the person that I basically empathed and learned that personality, um, it was hard because. It, because it it is such a personality that's misread or that they have so much care, so much that they need to offer, and then it's just not received the way it needs to be received. And and so it's it's really like you guys really do have like a learning journey with that of like really allowing what it is that you have to bring, figuring out how to make it sure that it can be received. Because um, that's... Yeah, that's kind of everything, because if you just say things and nobody can receive it, then, I mean, how frustrating. Like, that would just be so right. frustrating. And the and it is a passionate place that you come from, usually. It's the, this needs to be said. Like, I cannot withhold, right. you know, give, bringing this forward. Um, and so that feels pretty intense, because you're like, that can often mean, so, therefore, this relationship could be compromised by what I say or people can not like me after what I say. I mean, it's kind of, that's that's a pretty intense thing to always have to deal with. Of like, yeah. I may be rejected for this every time. Um, yep. So, so that's tricky, you know. And I think maybe my sense with you is like your sense of groundedness. And green hours do have like a solo energy. Like they're like, I can just do my own thing kind of a thing. And I think that might be really supportive for for transitioning into like this power, letting yourself really come from that place of I may right. offend, but it's okay because I'll be okay. You know? Right. Right. And yeah. that is most of the time how I feel. Like somebody may take the strong, but it's all gonna be fine. That's awesome. That makes me so happy. <laughs> it really does. Cause, yeah, because I felt I felt the frustration, or I felt the um, kind of the personal like indigo crystals, just feeling like I really like people to like me, 
you know, or not be offended by me, but I have to say what I have to say. So I, I'm glad that I'm glad that you can get a sense of peace in there. Um, okay. Well, I I need to wind up. Cause I actually need to start another call. Um, but thank you so much for sharing all this. Like it really gave me a good perspective of you, and I hope I hope it was helpful for you too. It was for sure. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Okay, keep in touch. I will for sure. Okay, take care. Bye. Bye. This is Stacey Sadler. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Aura Personalities Podcast. To discover the layers of light that surround you, listen in to the Aura Personalities and Diving Into Aura Personalities podcasts. Get Stacey Sadler's book, Aura Personalities, and schedule a consultation via the www.orapersonalities.com website. And join the private Facebook group for in-depth discussions with others called Or Personalities. <laughs>